Well, hello and welcome back to Oh Deary Deary Me. I'm your host, Caroline Deary, and today we are talking about dating 101. Yes, baby girl, I am no dating expert. I am not a licensed therapist. I'm just a girl who's made a lot of silly mistakes with her heart and has a lot of um, wisdom that I feel I can impart. In my 24 years of living, I have gained a few tidbits of knowledge. Don't let anyone look down on you because you're young. I know I feel like sometimes unqualified to talk about things, but I've dated around and not in a, not in a silly, not in a silly, um, promiscuous way, but in a way that I've just like been able to, uh, experience a lot. We're going to get into it, but first I want to give you a quick little update. Um, my sister who, as you heard in a few episodes back, has been battling with, Uh, progressive lung disease and you know today was a really hard day for her she had to go in and get a procedure done and so I know she listens to my podcast I just want to give her a shout out and let her know how much I love her and if if you guys just you know want to send her some love her name is Kat Deary Catherine Deary online Um, she truly is such a fighter and I'm telling you health problems put everything in perspective for you sometimes you're like oh my god I'm so wrapped up in these tiny tiny things I'm sweating the small stuff like crazy and you zoom out and you're like okay none of this matters so that's my one little tidbit when telling you about my sister and what she's going through and how proud I am of her nothing matters except for the people that you love and the time that you have with them and making that count and making it special um literally don't sweat it don't sweat it so I don't know if you are a bachelor fan if you're a part of bachelor nation but we're gonna get into it so um Claire is almost 40 I think and she was on the she was the lead of the show of the bachelorette and she got to choose from like 40 men or something Um, and date them and see who was going to be the best fit for her. She decided very early on within the first minute of meeting this guy um, that she was in love with him and that he was going to be the knight in shining armor for her, that he was going to show up for her. And she stopped the whole production and said, uh, after two weeks, yeah, this is my husband. We're going to go have babies and we're going to be together forever. When you know, you know this is love. I can only follow my heart and this is what my heart is telling me. I believe in love. I believe in this man who will show up for me. And he was like, oh shit, yeah, 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 for sure I'll show up for you and like kind of played the part. And I think a lot of us saw it from the outside and we're like, "Mm, he doesn't seem very genuinely invested in this. And, you know, we were kind of like, good luck letting it play out. And now it's played out. Dale has moved on and uh, he has left her crushed, apparently. So I'm not going to get into their personal whatever. I don't know what the rumors are, but I will talk about what we can learn from this. This is what I call a teachable moment, people, because I have rushed into things and gone 
at a speedy pace because I felt I was following my heart and just, you know, going with the flow and not really taking a beat. So this is what we're going to learn from Claire. Impressions come first. Trust comes later. You can meet someone and have this incredible feeling that they are so special and that you have this undeniable chemistry, blah, blah, blah. That is an impression. You can, you can think, wow, this person has integrity. This person will show up for me. That is your impression. But you do not know that they are a person of integrity and you cannot give them your trust. Well, you can, but it, it might be a mistake. You, you might want to wait to give them your trust and wait to see. Because here is your best friend, time. Time will tell if they are a person of character, if, they were, if they're going to be loyal to you, if you have the same life goals. Time will tell how they handle hardships, how they handle different seasons of life. Because I'll tell you what, honey, I am a different person in the summer when I can lay out in the sun and get leather, you know, spotty skin and feel good about myself and have a pina colada in hand just sitting on the Santa Monica beach than I am shriveled up in my winter white as snow. You know what I'm saying? We're two different people. I love myself, but homegirl during the winter, she's got to try extra hard, you know? So you want to get to know people and not move too quickly. You want to see them in all different lights. So take your time. You know, I think we should debunk the phrase, when you know, you know. I understand that people fall in love and... It can happen instantly and when you know, you know, you know, they like just take big steps and it all works out perfectly. That is what I like to call the exception. Okay, think of that as the exception. But Caroline, my mom and my dad fell in love and they, they knew each other for two weeks and then they got married. They've been together for 40 years. I love that. I love that for them. But just think of that as the exception. Because you're when you're playing with your heart, that is that is a that is a risky game. And I just want you to be fully informed that you gotta protect your heart. And I'm not saying that in a way of like don't take risk with love, don't follow your heart. No, no, no. You can do all of those things, but I'm saying take a calculated risk and know what's truly important. Know what kind of qualities you're looking for. And when you're young, the first quality that comes to mind for most people is like, uh, are they funny? Are they going to make me laugh? It's not, you're not really thinking a lot. I wasn't really thinking a lot about the integrity of someone. You know, I just kind of threw my trust out willy-nilly. And so I'm telling you to learn from other people's mistakes. A wise one learns from other people's mistakes. And to trust your gut. And how do you do that? You develop a good relationship with oneself, you know? Because it's hard to know what's your gut 
and what's your lady loins sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Um, It's hard to decipher what's your emotional, you know, when you're in an emotional state, you can be driven to one thing and it kind of takes over control, but your gut might be saying another thing. So spend a lot of time tuning in to the voice within, the right voice, the truth, the honest voice from within that you, you know, because if you're moving fast with someone, I'll tell you what, if you're spending every single day with someone, you are not allowing yourself time to check in with yourself and check in with that voice. So, um, yeah, just, you know, take a beat. You don't have to go ice queen. You don't have to play games. Um that's, that's, you know, we don't want you to be scared. We don't want you to have, I don't know who we is. It's literally me in the microphone. But you don't have to be scared. You don't have to have trust issues. Those will not serve you. That's where we're not headed. I'm not, you know, when I say protect your heart, I'm not saying put up walls. I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying take notes. And the only way you can have inventory to take notes on is if you take your sweet, precious time, okay? You know that saying, come with me on this journey, the saying, don't put your eggs in one basket, don't put all your eggs in one basket. Um, yes, yes, girl, do not do that. So when you're ready to give your commitment eggs when you're ready to give your emotional eggs (laughs) when you're ready to give your real eggs and birth out their child no I'm just kidding but um when you're ready to you know open up about past experiences and when you're ready to trust with more and more things you will know that the timing is right you shouldn't feel rushed okay it's a red flag if someone is rushing you to commit, you know? It's a red flag if someone is maybe sh- oversharing or, or if you yourself are oversharing. I tend to err on the side of oversharing. Obviously, I have a fucking podcast, <laughs> you know? Like, uh, so, so, yeah. That's what I tend to do. And I know this about myself. Know thyself. And I can work on, you know, I literally have to tell myself, hey, Caroline, maybe, maybe not everyone wants to hear about your trauma. Shocking. I know. It's shocking. But maybe you don't have to spill all the tea all the time what? Yeah, you don't. So, you know, and then I, because I do that, I love to just get deep and say, well, this is my stuff. Catch. You don't have to do that. And then you might expect that from someone else. And they don't owe that to you. They don't owe you anything. They don't have to share, you know, their deepest, darkest secrets. Like, that's not how you get to know someone over time. You, you know, it, it, it's okay to move slowly. It doesn't have to be this click of when you know, you know, and 
you can figure it out along the way. And, um, you know, putting up boundaries and taking it slow and dating is hard. Like, because you do get excited about a person. Personally, <laughs> I I don't know that I've been able to take things slow, but the pandemic did force me to take things slow in my current relationship. And I think that allowed us to build a very strong foundation. And I'm really grateful for that. And, you know, in my past, it would have been helpful for me to know what I know now and just say, like, there's no rush. Because if it's the right person, they're not going to go anywhere. They're going to let you take your time in getting to know them and all that jazz. Okay? Okay, so back into Caroline's Dating 101. Now, how do you know when you're ready to start looking for another partner or ready to date? I would say there is like this huge thought that's like love yourself before you can love someone else correctly. And yeah, that's definitely true. You want to be in a good place so that you're showing up and bringing your best self and elevating yourself so that the circle of people you're around are also very high and meeting those, you know, standards that you have. But loving yourself and learning to love yourself is a lifelong mission, baby. It takes, like, you'll never stop evolving and learning and growing and um, learning more about yourself. So, you know, Whenever you feel comfortable, whenever you feel like you're in a good spot mentally, emotionally, physically to date, you know, that's a good sign. But if you are being really hard on yourself and feeling like I'm unworthy of love because I'm not perfect, you don't have to do that because you are worthy of love. I'm here to tell you that now. You're worthy of love and you can be lost in life in general, you can not have a career. You can have nothing more but two pennies to rub together and still be worthy of love. Um, and, you know, I think you got to be okay with being single, obviously. But, like, there's this weird stigma that if you're looking for love, it won't come to you. And I don't know that that's necessarily true because you got to put out what you want into the universe in order to get something back. You know what I'm saying? Like if you're hiding in your apartment, um, which, you know, during COVID, it's a different story. But you can also be online. Hello, dating online is such a big thing now. Um, getting yourself out there in different ways, um, it's a good thing. Anyways, but it's not, you know, there's a difference between putting yourself out there and being desperate. I'm not telling you to be desperate, but I'm saying you can you can be okay with putting yourself out there. This is dating 101. The law of attraction is the belief that the universe creates and provides for you that which your thoughts are focused on. So you put good out, you get good back. Um, you know, you're going to go into the direction of your most prominent thoughts. Um, 
this is a major key in life in general. It's something that I'm still trying to practice and hone, obviously, is just putting out the goodness that I want to receive back and letting go of my limiting beliefs, the lies that I might have believed about myself. Um, We're manifesting goodness. How do you manifest a blossoming love life? Here's how. Step one, get clear about what you want. Okay, so let's talk about that in a practical sense. How do you get clear? What I would do is I would write down on a piece of paper the qualities that you find to be very important in a partner. I did this um, before I met Cam and, you know, some people who are really into manifesting believe you should write down every single detail that you are looking for in the partner as far as like hair color, eye color, height, like just be so, so, so specific. Um, I don't know that that's so important for me because I think like having physical preferences just doesn't align with like I don't know who I like I don't really care what the package looks like I just care about the quality you know quality assurance baby but write down you know non-negotiables so they have to be honest they have to have integrity they have to care about the environment they have to if you're very spiritual, they have to be spiritual as well. If they're very, if you're religious, they have to be religious as well. If you align with this political party, is it important to you that they align with the same one? Think about it for real in a very practical sense, because at some point, and I'm like, I view, I've heard this as dating should be smart sperm shopping. And obviously not everyone wants to be a breeder. You know what I'm saying? Not everyone wants to have kids. But just think about it like if this person is going to potentially father or mother my children, you know, whatever you're thinking, are they a good person? Do I, you you know, just think really hard about what qualities I'm preaching on this. Anyways, get clear about what you want if you want them to be active. Step two is ask the universe. Pray about it. You know, speak it into existence. It's not desperate. You're just being real with yourself. If if you want to grow a love life and you want to have someone to share life with and you're ready, you know, you can you can say like, yeah, I, I'm ready for a relationship. <clears throat> I think a good indicator of knowing that you're ready for a relationship is that you feel like you have a lot of love to give rather than you're lacking in love in life and that you're ready to receive love. If you just feel an overwhelming abundance of love in your life, that's a good sign. That shows, you know, that you're prepared to give because I'll tell you what, relationships, you want to be a partner that gives, 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 and is able to receive. But like, to me, I try to focus on like, what am I bringing to this relationship? 
And then if your partner in turn is focusing on what they're bringing to the relationship, you guys are meeting each other on such a high level of love and and generosity that it's just, there's not as much lack, there's not as much um, frustration. Okay, so you ask the universe for what you want and you make your requests clearer and clearer as you go on and then you work towards those goals. Dating apps, hello. You know, my mom kind of told me this, and I think it's kind of funny, that dating is kind of a numbers game. So if you're really looking for it, like, it's kind of like job applications. The more you put out, the more interviews you're likely to get. So (laughs) wait, the more you put out, that kind of sounds like I'm saying, be safe, kids, be safe. I'm just saying, like, if you are on like if you're on a dating app or if you're talking to your friends saying hey do you happen to know any eligible um bachelors or bachelorettes for me to date like the 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 more people that you talk to the more likely you are to be closer to finding that person and if it doesn't work out with someone It's not a loss. It's not a fail. You haven't failed. You've just eliminated one person. You're one person closer to finding someone that works for you. And there is love abounding. There are so many fish in the sea. And I know you might be thinking, but I really want my fish. I just want this one specific fish. Girl, I get it. But you're going to find your little salmon out there, okay? It takes, it's, it's, it's a numbers game sometimes. Okay. Trust the process. Enjoy dating. Enjoy getting to know someone. Enjoy connecting with people. Um, you know, enjoy being single. Enjoy learning about yourself because through dating, you do learn a a little bit about yourself like it, it can be very helpful to your growth as well as being alone can be extremely helpful to your growth. Um, you know, don't put ex- expectations on what you want a specific date to look like. Just go in there with the intention of like, I don't say this. I could meet my husband. I could meet my wife tonight. That's That's too much pressure. Go into every date, whether it's a FaceTime date or... I don't know what your COVID situation is like, but if it's a FaceTime date, just go in with the intention of I'm ready to connect and I'm ready to chat and have a friendly conversation with someone and see if there's any spark. Okay, receive. Step five is receive and acknowledge what you get. So take notes and kind of like what I was saying earlier, and be grateful for, you know, just be grateful for any conversation that you're having or any date that you're having because you're knowing you're, you're putting yourself out there, right? Okay, and then step six, keep your vibration high, be positive. You know, remember when you put goodness out there, when you project love out there, it's going to come back to you eventually. And step seven, clear your resistance. And that just goes along with, you know, 
getting rid of distractions and working on yourself, not lowering your standards to find people who, you know, just to find someone just to have. Elevate yourself. Focus on bringing your highest self, raising your vibrations, and having that abundance mindset. What's an abundance mindset? Well, you know, it's gratitude. It's, you know, someone who receives graciously, someone who gives willingly, wants others to succeed, sets goals, study. (laughs) No exudes joy um someone who's willing to learn and grow embrace change express positive ideas forgives knows that there is always enough for everyone a scarcity mindset a a mindset of coming from lack has fear of the future has blame for circumstances or others puts blame on others you know is hoarding has hoarding behavior takes change and hates it, um, exudes anger, secretly hopes others fail, um, fails to set goals, grudges, entitlement, critical. So, you know, if you're putting that, that scarcity mindset out, this is a key for life, people. I'm preaching to myself. We are walking in abundance. Oh, is this so deary, deary me, or are we in church? Come on, sing it with me, crowd. Okay, that's enough. I really, I really do be thinking I'm a singer sometimes, you know. Um, anyways, that was a lot of information. And I appreciate you sticking with me. I like hearing these kind of chats. And I like, especially when I was single, I would always listen to podcasts about dating and dating advice and stuff. So that's Caroline's Dating 101 <sighs> manifesto, okay? If you're just getting into dating... If you're, you know, if you're not getting into dating, but you might want to get into dating in the future, that's my little tidbit. Um, Or you can send this to someone who might, you know, enjoy it. Um, I hope you guys go out there with your best selves and that you're bringing some brightness and energy of goodness to people (laughs) because... That's what we got to do. You know, everything is temporary. Coronavirus keeping us down is temporary. We will always rise above and come back. And we are resilient creatures. The human race, we're all in this together. (laughs) Oh, man. I think I'm so funny. I think I'm so funny because, you know... I am very hormonal at the moment, and so I have been, like, experiencing some high highs and some low lows within myself, so me finally being at this place of, like, uh, kind of preaching this, it's like, (laughs) it makes me laugh, which is important that we can learn to laugh at ourselves, but what a silly little, silly little life we're all living, huh? Good stuff. All right. Well, I love you guys. We'll we'll talk next week. Next week, I have one of my best friends on the podcast. You may know her. 
She's pretty well known and pretty well loved. And we're very excited. Okay. I love you guys. Love, oh dearie, dearie me.